Welcome to Spoiler Appetite, man. Alright, part two. Like I said in the last episode, we're going to talk minor spoilers about Deadpool, but mainly, it's all about the Doctor. Doctor Who time. Take it away, Tristan. Speaking of enjoyable shows, for our, we're going to close it out with a show that last time we talked here. Full yeah. House? Oh, God. I am not going to watch Fuller House yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, it's Fuller House. See, yeah, you know more than I do. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I do. It's just like, I saw the trail for it, and it's just like, look. <laughs> like, it's not for me. Okay, like, just let's just end this now in Fuller House. Just okay. move on, because I really have no interest. I mean, I like seeing John Stamos and Grandfathered, and that show is just That's, that's enough. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. Anyways, speaking of enjoyable shows, last time... You suggested that I watch a show, and you said we should probably talk about it on the next show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I finally watched Doctor Who. And finally! I, I know. And honestly, I cannot... I'm so glad... Can't thank me enough, right? Yes, I cannot thank In the nick enough. of time. Yes, too. Right when they pulled it off, too. Like, I mean, it was weeks before pulled I... Pulled it off Netflix. Yeah, streaming. It was weeks before I even watched... Like, it was weeks before I finished the whole thing. And I am caught up on the latest season, which we won't spoil that because... I haven't seen it yet. Yep. And honestly, like, I just... I I really want to go back in time and tell myself, you know... (laughs) How ironic! Yeah. You know why all these, you know, your theater friends are talking about Doctor Who? Yeah, go watch it. Because, like, it's... I'm I'm so mad that I didn't go see... Like, I wish I could have seen... The 50th anniversary. In the theater. Yes. Dumb ass. Oh my god. Okay, so here's the deal. So, literally, probably for years, I've been telling him, you gotta watch Doctor Who. And, quick background on me. So, uh, I'm 42, and my first uh, memory of Doctor Who is the 70s Doctor Who. Uh, Probably one of the good ones, actually, too, but for me... You know, that stupid scarf in the 70s, just not... I mean, you know, and effects back then were far or few between. Yeah. So anyway, I just could never get into it. And then, you know, and back then you had like freaking four or five channels, and if you saw Doctor Who, you just like, yeah, yeah. flipped it and ran away. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what, I guess back in... Um, 2005 or 2006. 2006, six, I think they rebooted it with Christopher I, Eccleston. Yeah. But I didn't catch on to it until maybe like, whoa... 2009, 2010, maybe time wow. frame. Really? Right. Yeah. Holy and then, um, so anyway, so I'm like, you know what? I'll give this a shot. And I loved it. And then, you know, Christopher Eccleston did one mm-hmm. season. Then next up you had... Oh, David Tennant. Sorry. David Tennant, right? And um, it seemed like as the years progressed with Doctor Who, the effects got better mm-hmm. and better. Yeah. And the story writing was just insanely fantastic. Um, so anyway, so at one point I'm telling him, "You got to watch this." Nah, I'm like, I'm like, look, you know, you really should check this out. No, 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 no. And so I don't know how many times I told him, but finally, last time I told him, like, hey, look, you got to check this out. If you like this, this, and this, I'm pretty sure you're gonna love this. Yeah. And uh, so he watched it and started kicking himself. Realized I was right. And um, you know, I don't, I don't know if you want to discuss Doctor Who because that's uh, it's a whole other podcast, probably. Oh, don't worry, I'm going to. But we're just going to no worries. Just going to touch base on it. But anyway, so he finally started watching it, loved it. Yeah. 
Okay, so I I don't know when I started, but like I mean, here's the thing. I was just sitting down, just you know, I guess I was just on Netflix and just like looking around. I was just like, okay, Doctor Who. It's like, you know what? Why not? I started it and it goes it's so fun. It's so enjoyable. Like it's it's nuts how enjoyable this show is. It's just like, oh my god. And then by the episode, by the end of the first episode of this first season, I remember texting. I was like, "Okay, that was a bit quick." When, um, oh, why am I blanking on her name right now? Um, Rose. Rose. Like that was very quick. That she was like, "Oh, okay, I'll go with you in time travel." I was like, "Okay, that was quick." But then watching it and watching, it, I was just like, "I, I love that this is mm. like all these costumes are just practical. Like I love all of this. Like I can get past." The whole, you know, CGI and whatnot. I can get past that, but I can I enjoy the practical effects and whatnot, just the real costumes and whatnot. And I just remember watching that, just like, you know what? I would, if I had a TARDIS, I would so go back in time and kick me in the balls for not starting this <laughs> earlier. I was just like, this is so, like, this is, I'm like, this is. I love this more than anything <laughs> in the world right now because, like, I—it's the humor, especially. I love the humor in it, like where it's just quirky little humor and stuff. But I've all like I watched it all. When I finished everything, I was just like, I want more. Like, this is just like I'm like I could watch 24 episodes of this whole thing. Like, there is not enough for me. But like, I like I cannot think of one episode that I was just like, ugh, terrible. Ugh, I don't like it. Just Doctor Who is made for binge watching. For real, it really is. And if you haven't started, you're. I'm telling you, go buy all the seasons. It is so damn good. Like, or check out Hulu. Or Hulu. Oh my god, so amazing! Like I cannot. Or Amazon Prime. Anywhere, get it. DVDs, anything. Like I am telling you, Doctor Who. Like, don't be like me and just like, oh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like my thing watch it just for the humor itself i actually tried to get my mom to watch it i was just like come on you've got to watch this this is just oh my god but um, not everybody's gonna get it yeah exactly there, there's it's not your classic british humor right but it's quirky humor yes and you know it it's not for everybody yeah um but you know if you have any uh, interest at all in time travel, sci-fi, fantasy fiction, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's definitely worth checking it out. Definitely. And if you're going to just watch an episode or two, start with like season three. Oh, yeah. Okay? But if you're going to try and, you know, be in it for the long haul, start with season one. The only reason why yeah. I say that is that the effects got better in the later seasons. Yeah, totally. And I think um, David Tennant is a... Uh, a doctor who's easily to get on board with. Yes, definitely. Um, oh my god, he's my favorite doctor. As he is mine. And his personality, the great thing about Doctor Who is that each actor, it's the same doctor, but it's like a different personality because he goes through this, right. we'll just say a change, so to speak. Yeah. So, anyway, so each actor, different same exact doctor, but different character, different persona, kind of the doctor. Mm-hmm. And anyway, but I think David Tennant was was the best because I loved I loved his quirkiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prefer the 
Converse sneakers to the bow tie. Yeah. Not saying anything bad about the bow tie, but <laughs> I do like David Tennant's outfit better. And um, I don't know, it's just something more open and easier to get on board with. Yeah. He And he looks like just like anybody. Um, Matt Smith has kind of a unique look. Yeah. So does the... The current Doctor. If you're yeah. going to start watching Doctor Who, do not start with season eight or nine. Yeah, totally. Like because you have to have a uh, a certain amount of uh, admiration, I guess you'd say, for Doctor Who before yeah. watching the latest Doctor. Um, but David Tennant, I, I, I can't say enough about it. And I don't want to take anything away from Matt Smith because Matt Smith was oh. also brilliant. Oh yeah, totally. Um, and I've only seen one season of. Um, I think it's Peter Capaldi is how you pronounce his name. Yeah. But um, his doctor is kind of going through some changes, mm-hmm. personality-wise. Yeah. Trying to figure out who he's going to be. They took that concept of what kind of a man will I be Yeah, and stretched out through the entire season, basically. Mm-hmm. Whereas usually it's within the first episode or two. Right. And they don't dwell really on what kind of man am I going to be. Right. But it just seemed like with season eight, he was constantly you know questioning... You know, who am I? How am I going to be? Um, almost like he had some sort of... Where have I seen this face before? Yeah, or some guilt about, you know, about messing with people's lives or making the wrong decision. But what's funny is that, unlike the other doctors, he asks everybody around him what to do. And then he decides what to do, which is usually totally different. Yeah. Or somebody will suggest something, and then he'll say the same thing. And they're like, brilliant. And the other person's like, wait, I said that. And like, don't worry about it. That's my night. It's like my idea now. <laughs> but the thing is, is that, um, again, Doctor Who can't say enough about it. Just check it out. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, yeah. do you got to go or can we still talk about Doctor Who? Oh, you got time. Oh, okay. So, Doctor Who, I mean, again. You don't want to split just, this up, though. Oh, I'm going to. Oh, Trust okay. me. Gotcha. Because, <laughs> oh my God, like, I cannot. <laughs> I just don't know like it's one of those shows like where it's just like when you finish the whole thing and you're just like I don't know what to do in my life I don't know what to do like I haven't had that feeling since I finished all eight seasons or nine of Dexter Doctor Who definitely leaves you with that empty feeling when it's done yeah um, and you just want to see you binge watch a show and you get done and you're like hmm now what no one yeah, to watch. Definitely. You get done binge watching Doctor Who and you're like you just sit there with a blank stare on your face. You can't speak. You just sit yes. and you can't comprehend that it's over. Yes. And then oh when you God. do, you're like uh, Yeah. I, I don't want to watch TV anymore. <laughs> Cuz you know nothing's going to be as good as Doctor Who. Right. So, all right. So let's do this. Why would somebody want to watch Doctor Who? Oh. Give me three reasons. Oh, my God. There are so many. Um, Try think... to convince somebody. Somebody's listening. And they want... They're, they're Okay, they're kind of into your excitement about Doctor Who. But they want to know, well, what's so great about it? So give me three things... I'm getting chills right now. ...that's okay. great about Doctor Who. Um, first off, storytelling. Mm-hmm. Very, very good storytelling. I agree. Um, I guess the second reason would be, you know, you can start, like, you don't have to, like, watch, you don't have to really necessarily watch the classic Doctor Who, you can start on this, because... Which begins with Christopher Eccleston. Christopher Eccleston, yeah. 
because throughout this season, like throughout the seasons, like you know, oh, I don't get this, or like you know, you you point out things, and you're just like, I don't understand this, this, and this. They do explain, like it, like they do have those moments where it's like, like they do address his previous like his personas, like the other doctors. They do, like that's what so that's what I love about the show when they show you all the other doctors and like in the season nine or whatever. Um, there's he meets a villain, and the villain plays a recording of like the very old classic Doctor Who. And whatnot, and so they do those moments where you see every doctor, and whatnot. Like you don't, you can just pick it up with this one. You don't have to necessarily watch the previous one. Watch the new rebooted one. Like it still ties in, but they do. They kind of do explain most of where this character came from. Where this character came from. I mean, so there's a continuity that carries through Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. Season one yes. up to season nine. Yes. That is not the same as the original old Doctor Who. Right. What you do get from the original old Doctor Who are the villains. Yes. So the Cybermen. Yes. The Master. Oh my god. The Daleks. The Master was in Yeah. Was the Master in the previous classic? I one? believe so, yeah. Oh my god. So anyway, so the thing is is that didn't even know that. Doctor Who from like Christopher Eccleston on. So if you were to go to Net, I'm sorry, if you were like Amazon Prime and you look up Doctor Who, there's going to be season one. That's going to be Christopher Eccleston. That's where you want to start. Um, and you do want to watch in order just because there'll be references back to those episodes that, you know, just makes it more enjoyable to watch. Um, but so th- those were two things. Yeah. Did okay. you have third a third thing, one? Um, again, I think it's just great characters. Like, you can definitely. Like, it's very fun. It's very fun and serious, but mainly, it's fun. Like, yes, there is serious tone, but at the same time, it's very fun. You just... And it's just the doctors. Again, like you were saying, they have different personalities. Same doctor, different personalities. And it, it's just... Uh, everyone just brings it to the table. Even, like, I know some people don't like the current doctor, I personally, he's like my second favorite doctor, and and what made me decide that decision the that decision was in season nine, and I guess I'm not gonna I'm gonna spoil this little challenge for you, but yeah, it's right. this monologue that he says, "You're okay with me saying?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so a little spoiler for season nine, um, in the fiftieth anniversary, you know, you had these Zygons who are trying to, what was it? Zygons were trying to take over the world, while at the same time, God damn, why am I forgetting? Because time is all timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly. Yes, exactly. Okay, so Zygons are, you know, taking over the world, while at the same time the doctors are, the doctors are like, there's three doctors. Basically, okay, stay with me on this. It's all the same one doctor. It's all the same one doctor. So hold on a second. But you got... You're talking about the 50th anniversary? Yes, I'm talking about that. So there's three incarnations of the same Doctor. Yes. You have the original Doctor who fought the Time Wars back in the day, before it all started. Yes. Before he ever started traveling the universe and the TARDIS and everything. You have that original Doctor, that's Doctor number one. Yeah. Doctor number two that appears there is David Tennant. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And then the third doctor, which was the current doctor at the time in which it was made, Matt Smith. Yes. So those are the three doctors. Yes. Those three go back. He, they basically meet the time war doctor before he starts traveling and whatnot. And they are very, you know, they're very disgusted at him and whatnot because they know what happens. And Hold on a second. Uh, yeah. You're not going to spoil the 50th anniversary episode. No, but I will, I will say this. Like, there's a moment where, you know... He well, I don't know if I should spoil this. So don't spoil the fiftieth anniversary episode because I don't care about spoilers. Yeah, but I got to tell you, yeah, that's... if somebody spoiled that for me, I would care about that. Right, because that, can we um, say about? Yeah, yeah can we say that. about the uh, the uh, uh, whisper the what's it called the freaking time war. Time War, yeah. Can we yes. talk about... Okay, you can talk so about the Time War because... The Time War was basically Daleks and Time Lords fighting. In the end, both races got killed off. Or they were just... It's done. Like There sure? was nothing left. There was nothing left. But in the 50th anniversary, they saw a painting and that was like... Oh. currently We're done. Okay. Anyways. Okay. So we can't talk about this yeah. because... As you, it's okay, very emotional. So as you watch Doctor Who, you're going to learn something about his past that he's not proud of. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Now, the Time War was between the Daleks and the Time Lords. Yeah. Doctor Who is a Time Lord. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and he is the... Uh, I'm going to leave it there because I don't want to give any spoilers. I have to explain what I'm about to say. But it's sufficient to say we're going to leave it at that. Okay. Because... You're on the verge of ruining that 50th anniversary issue, and it's... I, I don't even want to say what it does, because that's a spoiler. I just want to say that if you start watching Doctor Who, so and you're enjoying it, that 50th anniversary ep, uh, episode, movie, whatever you want to call it, yeah, is one of the greatest things they ever pulled off. And it was amazing. So, for me, Doctor Who, why should you watch it? Number one... The writing is amazing. Just when I was about to say my favorite Doctor Who moment. Yeah. Damn. Don't do it, man. I it, understand. It's a great monologue, and it really will bring you tears. It's in season nine. You yeah. Know, it's it, a continuation. See, but here's point. the good thing about Doctor Who is that it's in season nine, but it, it has a tie back right. to like season seven. Seven, yeah. Right. And so you'll find that there are ties that go back. And to me, when you have things that tie back like that, and they're done well, which Doctor Who does. Yeah. It's always fantastic. Yeah. But all right, so for me, the story writing, character development, yes. it's just amazing. Yeah. Okay? Um, and the characters are characters that grow in depth. Mm-hmm. You get to watch them grow. You get emotionally connected with the characters. Yeah. So let's say, you know, your thing are, is dramas. Because of the way the stories are written or anything like that, like that, Doctor Who has like just awesome writing. Yeah, storyline, character development. You get an emotional attachment to the characters, and there are times where I've had friends tell me they cried at certain episodes, and I can totally understand why. Yeah. Um, but first off, great stories, great characters. Number two for me is. There's a lot of science in this. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's real science, there's made-up science, 
And then there's, you know, like cutting edge science, things that maybe people are working on that you've heard about that might be possible. Yeah. They kind of get it all in there. For real. So it really does a good job, you know, pulling in futuristic stuff, even though it's time travel. Right. And then I guess the third reason to watch, uh, <laughs> third reason to watch Doctor Who, um, I'm going to give a couple of reasons here, number three. Certain characters. Captain Jack Harkness. Oh, yes. One of the greatest characters ever yeah. in the Doctor Who universe. No doubt about that. River Song. Yes. She will confuse you up until the very yeah. end, and then you get this, oh my god, moment. Like, I didn't see it coming at all. And then Amy Pond. Mm-hmm. Just... And the great thing about Amy Pond is you get to meet her as a little girl right when Matt Smith takes over and he's going through a thing. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But the development and the attachment between him and Amy Pond yeah. is great. And so it's it's a companions. Yeah. It's just... Definitely. It's a very good story. They're emotional. They pull you in. The um, effects... At one point, get to the level of movie quality effects. Oh, yeah. It takes a couple seasons, but it gets there. Um, but it's just a very entertaining, well-written, well-developed, and, you know, yeah. techno-geeky, yeah. nerdy. It's everything all rolled into one. Yeah. And it's not the Doctor Who that you used to remember, if you're yeah. like me and you remember from the 70s. It's nothing like that. Right. And when they make references back to those you know those doctors and stuff like that it's done in such a way that it's fantastic and the the 50th anniversary episode um kind of gives a nod to the old doctors and stuff like that but definitely doctor who it you know i tell everybody look you got to sit down and watch a few episodes if you don't like it that's fine yeah but at least give it a try if you like science fiction and things like that because if not Really missing out for and real. He can attest to that. I mean, seriously, um, he wants to go back in time and punch himself in the nuts for real. Like, I just, I'm just like, <laughs> why, why on earth was I not like, you know what? Why didn't I start sooner? It's just okay. So wait, why? So what was the? What kept you from watching Doctor Who? What did you think it was going to be? That I don't know. See? I guess it was probably just because you know it was overhyped and whatnot. It's like, oh, this is, you know, it's like. It's like movies. You don't want to be like everybody else. Well, I got Basically. news for you. I got news for you. You went and saw Star Wars, no problem. Well, Half that, the world, you know. Yeah. Sometimes something's overhyped for a reason. Yeah. And you may not see it. You may not understand why it's overhyped. And you don't want to, like, be just one of the gang. But sometimes there's a reason for it. It's not like you're going to the new kids on the block concert. For really. real. Um, but, yeah. Um, again. So question okay i can't i cannot not spoil anything we'll get into it spoilers if you have seen it we will get into it i'm sorry but we have to talk about spoilers especially my favorite moment anyways before we get into that favorite companion who's your favorite mine definitely martha jones i love martha Martha jones Jones. she uh i say it right you know what? One of the greatest things about Martha Jones <laughs> does she get a whole season? Um, she does. Well, she kind of yeah. gets a part of a season, right? Well, I can't remember. I think she does. Yeah. Okay. 
And what happened is every time he sees her thereafter, because she shows up again. Martha Jones. He's always so excited to see her. <laughs> yes. The way he says her name. It's, it's, I mean, you know, it's like opening up a Christmas gift. It's like, Martha Jones. Yeah. Or Martha Jones. Uh, you know. Just... Um, I don't know. I'm partial to Rose. Mm-hmm. And, um... No, no, there's something about Rose that just draws me in. Right. But Amy Pond was pretty awesome. Yeah. I like, you know, I mean, it's hard, it's tough. Yeah. Because, like, what's her, what's the current one, her name? Claire. Claire. Something about Claire that I like, but I think that's just an attraction thing. (laughs) But, um, Amy Pond, I like how she could snap him back into place. Yeah. You know, if he got lost in his thoughts or went off on a tangent or she had to set him down and put him in his place, she did it. <laughs> that wasn't Rose. Right. If Rose ever got the doctor to, you know, put in his place, so to speak, it was from an emotional standpoint. Yeah. Um, that was the very emotional uh, companion and nobody could ever live up to her. And you had yeah. that one episode where... Oh, what's her face? Um, the Runaway Bride, Donna. Donna, Doctor uh, Donna. Ooh. ooh, Donna, that was awesome. Yeah, it's like those two never got along, but you know yeah. they loved each other. Yeah, you know, not like boyfriend girlfriend kind of right. thing, but just you know, I love you as a friend. Yeah, and um, yeah, she's boy. my least favorite companion. Oh, she's, but I still, I, oh, I still loved enjoy her. her. She was awesome because she gave him, you know, every every other companion. Looks at the doctor with big doe eyes, wild wonderment, and yes. oh my god, you're awesome. Donna's like, you're breathing my air, get out of here, you know, kind of thing. You know, she yeah. she was mystified by him. Right. But she wouldn't let him know, and she had to have this big, strong persona. Yeah. And at the end of the day, see if I can do this without doing a spoiler, we'll she proves to be the strongest yeah. Of the companions ever. Yeah. True. Now, Definitely. don't forget what Rose did. Yeah. But, Rose was more of a, she pretty much like pushed a button. Yeah. She didn't actually push a button. But I'm saying what she, her, her effort was like pushing a button mm-hmm. and letting something happen. Oh boy. Whereas Donna, she used brain power. Yeah. And, but she was, she was feisty and she wouldn't let him, oh my God, she never gave him an inch and see, and okay, so this, this comes back to the thing I'm saying about well-written characters, emotional tie-in. Yeah. And when you look at what happens to her, Um, you know, that's brutal. Yeah. And if you're listening, I'm not talking brutal, like she gets dismembered or something like that. No, it's on an emotional no. level, and right. it's brutal. And it's brutal for, not her, but for the doctor. Yeah. And for Donna's uh, grandfather. Yeah. And her Just, grandfather's the greatest. Yeah. I like yeah. that one time where the doctor's like, why do I keep running into you? Yeah. What is it about <laughs> you? I don't know. But I mean, there, oh, um, there's just so many great characters that come out of it. Yeah. You've always got the doctor and his companions, and the companion, or companions, or the... Uh, people who travel with them, um, 
But there are other characters in other shows, like, uh, what was his name? Baffa Cafalata? <laughs> yes, I can't. He's like, can't I just call you a bat for short. No, I think it was Baffa Cafalata, something I, like that. I anyway. guess, yeah. Uh, but they were on the Titanic space cruise ship. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then you had that uh, that couple from Texas in the purple cowboy suits. Yeah. Um, and then you got, I mean, there's there's the face of Bo. Oh my! Don't spoil that. Again, okay. we will get into that later. But the the face of Bo and what you learn about the face wow. of Bo at one point. But did not see that coming. But great characters. Yeah. Just great characters. Um that that woman who claimed to be the last human Oh yeah. Who was a piece of skin stretched yes. out. Yes. That's, in, that's uh, in like the first or second episode. Yeah. The second episode actually. Yeah. And um Oh my god, there's so many great characters. Um the cat nurses. Yeah. You want to talk about practical effects? Yeah. Wow. That was great. Amazing. Um, I mean, just... Look, I'm just sitting here with this big, giant smile on my face because there is an emotional attachment Make to Doctor that too. Who. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just... <laughs> um, just good times, and, you know, you know that in the end, the Doctor's going to win. Right. That's how shows work. Yeah. But there have been episodes... Where they stretch the story out over oh, yeah. more than one show, mm-hmm. sometimes like three or four, oh, yeah. Yeah. and um, you, you sit there and you know the doctor's going to win at the end, but you're thinking, "What the hell?" And I mean, there have been times where the doctor definitely um, he won the war, so to speak, but man, he lost a lot of battles. Yeah, and um, you know, comes to mind when the master has him on that ship. Oh. That's all I'll say. Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's just there's lots of great stuff, and um, it's very entertaining. And but like I say, try it. Yeah. What, what works for us might not work for everybody. Right. Definitely doesn't work for everybody. We know that. Yeah. But definitely worth giving it a shot. Definitely. All right. Let's get into spoilers. I mean, so this is for people who've seen Doctor Who, love Doctor Who. Any of my friends listen to Why Doctor don't you have Who? any sound effects for like spoiler alert? I wish. But, you know, no. I think I don't want to really download something or grab a piece. I mean, I'm just too lazy. But anyway, spoiler alerts for, again, for people who have seen Doctor Who, for my friends who are probably screaming at me, finally, you finally watched it. Um, yeah, spoiler alert. All right. Um, what's your favorite season? I almost forgot to ask you that. I have no clue. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> again, it's, it's been a long time since I watched Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, because I watched it on Netflix a long time ago. And you wouldn't happen to know what your favorite episode is, do you? I mean, I I will go first. My favorite episode is Midnight. Just because you don't know what the creature is by the end of it. You know, this creature possesses a woman and can talk at the same speed, same oh. rate, same speed as everyone else. Oh, and man. I just I know it's I know they did that ADR kind of recording edit stuff, but man, so good. And it's just like it's this mystery of like what is it? And the doctor especially, the doctor anytime he doesn't know what is happening, he's always fascinated and you look at David Tennant's, and you can definitely tell he is so interested in it. He's just like, what is it? And by the end of it, you don't really know what it was or what it was. And, you know, 
that's what I loved about it. It's like you don't really get an answer for it. You just you're just stuck with what you got. And so also like it was such a good episode too. It's just like they're just on a train, that's it. And just one set, really, and that's it. Yeah, but and you always struggle with when you say that on a train thing. Yeah. Are they actually on a train? Yeah, they're on a train going to the city midnight. It's all crystals and whatnot. Okay, it's like a it's futuristic, shiny. like a very futuristic yeah, train, the, yeah, kind of like a monorail actually. Yeah, and it's just one car. Yeah, because the uh, pilots are up there in the front and everything. But um, for me, jeez, it's not <laughs> I, fair. I know it's hard. Um, that's how. That's. Again, that's how good Doctor Who is. Like, there's, seriously. There's the the episode when he first meets Claire. Matt Smith. Yeah. Okay, that one was one of my favorites. My favorite episodes have a twist or a defining moment. Mm. Like, when he first encounters River Song. When we first see him encounter River Song. Yeah. And it, you know, the you had to stay out of the shadows. Yeah. In the library. Mm-hmm. So. And then what she does at the end of the episode? Oh, she gives him, um, at the end of the episode, she, she gives him Mm-mm. a sonic screwdriver that's from him, from a different reincarnation. Yeah, but what did, what did she do? She sacrificed oh. herself, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so. That's right. Oh, yeah, we are talking spoilers here. Yeah, so. we are. So anyway, so yeah, where she sacrifices herself. And now this is the brilliance of Doctor Who. Yeah. He realizes he can bring her back. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't remember how he brings her back, but he does. I don't, I don't remember either. I think she just shows up. I guess she's in that different time period. I can't whatever. remember, but he, somehow he does save her. It's a, it's, but it's great because um, I think River she, Song is such a powerful character. Yeah. Now, probably, I don't remember much of this, but I know I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Dr. Donna. Oh, yeah. Where she does, you know, she does, she's like three doctors in one. Yes. <laughs> and, um, I mean, just, oh my God. So, you know, for all the shit she gave him. Yeah. You knew, like I said, you know, she truly loved him. He loved her. He couldn't understand her at times. Mm-hmm. But there was just something about her that was so great. And what I love about Donna is in that episode where um, I think David Tennant's going around saying goodbye, maybe. Yeah. And he meets up with her grandfather. Yeah. And uh, he's yeah. like, what is it about you? Why do I keep running into you? And he's like, you know, she's doing well, blah, blah. Why don't you see her? And he's like, I can't see her because if you see her one more time, it'll fry her brain. Yeah. And he's like, but you're the doctor. You can fix everything. You know, something's right out of my control kind of conversation. Yeah. And um, then he sees her out the window. And he's talking, and her grandfather mentions the new boyfriend, or <laughs> new husband, whatever he is. And uh, he looks out the window, and there they are, like, loading the car. And she's yelling at him. She's <laughs> getting on his case about shit. <laughs> and, I mean, it's just classic Donna. Yeah. And um, so that was a great episode. Mm-hmm. Um when you finally find out what Bad Wolf is. Yeah. I mean... Bad Wolf is, um... Don't... Sp- oh, we're on spoilers. Yeah, we're okay. on spoilers. Uh, Bad Wolf isn't... <sighs> Damn it, I just had it in my mind. 
Okay. A reminder? Yeah. Can you remind me what it is? Because I'm, I'm... They wrote Bad Wolf all throughout time um, as a reminder to... Um, every time there was Bad Wolf, mm-hmm. they had written it. Yeah. And I believe it was a reminder to them... Um, I can't remember what it was. To remember that they made it or keep fighting something. You know, it's one of those things that... I, I remember Bad Wolf, but I can't remember exactly what it means. And neither do you, that's why you're asking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I couldn't kind of fake my way through that. But anyways, um, I think the most... I don't know. Um, but the one episode with Matt Smith's doctor, the one episode where they go into the future and Amy Pong goes into one room, Rory and Matt go in, the doctor go into another room, and she's in a different, like time zone oh she's in a yes and oh then god right that was really good because boy that the was tough. her right time was moving at different rates yeah and she was uh she was been there for like 30 years or something yeah and then um and then you get the other her which is she's older and basically she's just mad no 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 Right, you got the older Amy Pond who's pissed off because she's missed a lot of time with Rory yeah. and everything. But then I can't remember how did the younger Amy, the the real age Amy Pond, show up again? She was in a. I don't know if she was in a different. She was like an echo stuck in the uh, thing. Yeah, I think so. I'll go with that anyway. So, yeah, and so basically, the real Amy Pond has to sacrifice herself for. The other Amy Pond. Mm-hmm. And, God, yeah, just emotional moment yeah. there. But, uh, yeah, so it's it's tough to say yeah, it's like, your favorite episode. I mean, it's that impossible. whole episode especially, it's just like, especially at the end where they get into the TARDIS, the younger Amy Pond, they're all in the TARDIS and the older Amy Pond is out there and she's just like, if you let me in there, she's like, if you love me enough, don't you dare let me in there. And just, ah. Uh, like, it really sucks for her, like, especially. I mean. Oh, yeah, because that's the real Amy Pond. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't remember the exact specifics of it, but I just. Remember, that was, you know, that was the real Amy Pond, essentially. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, I found one. <laughs> this technology thing, this Google uh, thing, I, you tried it? I, I'm a wizard with, with I, the Google. I guess so. What movie was that? I'm, I don't. There's some movie that's like. Your father's really good with the Google machine. <laughs> Again, I'm probably not going to put it in there. I mean, I said no, I know. I'm but, playing, but, yeah, I know. But the thing is, is that at the end of the day, there are so many great episodes. And yeah. I, don't, I don't mean good episodes. There's so many great episodes. Yeah. Now, there are a couple episodes that, you know, didn't thrill me. Mm-hmm. But I watched them anyway because it's Doctor Who. And you never know. There might be yeah. In there. yeah. But, um, you know, it's just one of those shows that... All throughout the seasons, it's great. Yeah. And when Matt Smith... Oh, this see, this is what I love about Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. So Matt Smith is in a monastery somewhere. Yeah. And the phone box on the TARDIS rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's Claire. Yes. Asking for tech support. <laughs> Who gave her the number? The master. Bingo. Oh, Which you don't God. find out until like two seasons right? later. Right, yeah. It's just... Ah. Uh, like... But prior to that... That was the first season where she was the companion. Prior to that, though, um, 
When he was still with Amy Pond and Rory, Mr. Pond. Yeah, he she was um The Daleks wanted them to go to that planet where they send all the like the damaged Daleks yeah, and the Daleks asylum. Them, right? And figure out what this the deal was with this. And there's Claire leading them to her and then finally you realize that she's been put inside of a Dalek. Oh my god. And that you know, she's a hybrid basically, whatever. And um so, you know, I wonder if, you know, when did that happen? Is that on Peter Capaldi's watch? Um, maybe. When she gets put in there? So, I mean, so are we going to see what? that somewhere toward the end of her term? Um, season 9. Don't season tell me. 9 was... Well. Don't tell me if it happens or we get close to it. But well, I'm just saying. It's just, I you know... I won't say... It. Wait for it. No, I don't want to hear. But we'll see what happens. Time yeah. will tell. Doctor Who is the only thing I don't want spoiled. Right. You can tell me oh. about Deadpool or anything else. <laughs> But Doctor Deadpool, Who, really? Like, yeah. if I saw Deadpool and I spoiled it for you, you would be okay with that. Yeah, you can't spoil Deadpool oh, for me. Because, see, the thing is, is I that I want to see Deadpool on the screen so much that... Yeah. Okay. You just want to hear my excitement. So, what, what would... Since we're on spoiler mode here, what would be a Deadpool spoiler? Jeez. Give me an idea. Ah. Uh, just... Yeah. I don't... I don't really know. Give me that... I mean... Um... There's no... There's no twist in the storyline. No, not really. Straight revenge. Yeah. And a little bit of origin. Yeah. Cuts I mean, off his hand and the baby hand grows back. <laughs> I already know about yeah. how he can regenerate. So so where's the spoiler in Deadpool? Uh, you made a good point. There, mm-hmm. is, there really isn't one. Nope. I could, see, so you could say, oh my god, in this one scene he flips over a car and these three guys are like, kind of in the line with one bullet. He kills all three of them. I'd be like, all right, I'm going to wait to see that. <laughs> or that the bullets had numbers on them. Yes. Count them down. <laughs> and then he, you know, the fact that he missed that guy twice, I was like, eh. And then he, like, starts shooting the crap out of He's like, six, seven, eight, bad Deadpool, bad Deadpool. It was worth it. You know? So even if he told me that, I'd still be like, I can't wait to see it. But oh, God. Oh. There, is, there is no way. You see, one of the great things about Deadpool oh. is the acting. Ryan Reynolds and his delivery Seriously. and everything. Nobody's going to spoil it on that level. Right. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, There's more to it than just that. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Warhead. She was God, awesome. Yeah. Loved her classic X-Men suit. Yeah. Right out of the comic books, which you never see. Right. Nailed it. Yeah. X-Men First Class. Their costumes were not dead on, but Negasonic Teenage, War- Teenage Warhead... Mm. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and I love how her clothes burned off. That was great. Yeah. Um, what, was, what was the uh, dark-haired girl working with Ajax who was so powerful? What was her name? She, her name was he kept calling Angel. her Angel. I think guess that's her Angel name. Angel was one bad bitch. Yeah. She for even real. gave Colossus a run for his money. I know. Like, see, like I saw that when she first punches him on the internet. I first saw it on the internet. And then seeing that on the screen, I was just like, damn, that must have hurt. Well, you know, and the thing is, so again... Where, where's how does it end? He gets the girl. Ooh, spoiler. Oh yeah. I mean. Okay, I'll give you a spoiler. I don't know why, but for some reason, I thought his girlfriend was copycat. Yeah, I think everyone thought. I mean, she could be in the sequel. I thought. I thought. Whatchamacallit had on her had her on there as copycat. So I was expecting at some point for her to flip the script on him, but it never happened. So that was the spoiler for me. I guess it might happen in the sequel. 
doesn't matter. It didn't happen in the movie. And like I said, I have to go back to IMDb.com because I thought they had her listed as copycat. Uh, but anyway, so the point is, how can you spoil Deadpool? You really can't, to be you honest. You know he's got cancer. You know he gets his cure. Yeah. Turns into a superhero. Goes on a revenge thing. Gets the girl. Yeah. So, what are you going to spoil? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Here's a Deadpool spoiler. But it, it's... You know, like, if you... That one scene he's talking to... Oh, is that Nichelle Nichols from Star Trek? Um, who? Uh, the old black oh. lady. That may have been her. Quick. IMDB.com while I'm talking. So, here's the deal. Um... That one scene where he's talking to the old blind lady. Yeah. And he's just nonchalantly grabs his unicorn, grabs a bottle of lotion, grabs a bottle of tissues. I'm like, oh Uh, my god. And some of the jokes were just so crazy. I loved Fat Gandalf. Oh. Yeah. That was awesome. I think my favorite one was... Give me this. You're taking this law. (laughs) My favorite joke was like, Colossus taking Deadpool and he's, and he's like I'm taking you to Professor X and Deadpool was like which one Patrick Stewart or James McAvoy oh that's so what confusing. he said I missed so that so confusing nowadays you know what he should have saved that for Cable because oh. only Cable could take him to either one. Oh my god and, so it, and it would be Patrick Stewart yeah Dev- yeah Angel Dust that's who she was ah but yeah um, nope it was Leslie Uggams huh Huh. Yeah, that was yeah. her. Well, anyway, it, it kind of reminded me of Michelle Nichols. I didn't think it yeah. was because um, she looked younger than her. Oh, look at that. Stan Lee is a strip club <laughs> DJ. <laughs> That's got to be his favorite title, right? It strip is. club DJ. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. But, yeah, some of the one-liners in there were just great. Yeah. Fat Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, oh, man. now I heard in the director's cut, uh, Weasel goes on forever about what his face looks like. Oh, God. He said, you know, there were a lot that they had to cut out. I think somewhere, it was something along the lines of, it looks like you took your testicles and pulled them up over your head. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, <gasps> but, you know, there, you can't really spoil it because there's no right. twist. There's no, you know, it was just a good comic book action movie. Yeah. Spot on with the the uh, the source material, oh, and yeah. um, Ronald Re- Ryan Reynolds his performance. Oh my God! I mean, you know, it's a Ryan Ryan Reynolds performance. Yeah, the way his delivery is and stuff like that. But it was perfect for Deadpool. So, yeah. but anyway, on that note, I think we can wrap up. And uh, if you haven't seen Deadpool by the time you hear this, you needed yeah. to get your ass out there and right. see it. And um, you know, and and again, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, I've only got enough money for Deadpool or anything, yeah. it's Deadpool. Deadpool all the way. If you've got some little kids that say, Mommy, Daddy, I want to see Deadpool, do no. not take them to this movie. It is very raunchy, very racy, a lot of nudity, yeah. a lot of sex, masturbation, yeah. everything. Yeah. And since we don't do the spoiler or, spoiler or anything again... Yeah, the masturbation scene does include a unicorn. Yes. And the unicorn at the end during the credits? Yeah. Best unicorn ever. <laughs> oh my Which God. I had a unicorn that shit money. <laughs> but, okay, so that was a long tangent of Deadpool. Again, Deadpool's so goddamn good. 
Doctor Who. Um, so yeah, okay, so I'm going to talk about what I couldn't talk about earlier in our non-spoiler uh, review-ish, trying to convince others who haven't seen Doctor Who. So it's basically, I guess, they go back to the Zygons for the 50th anniversary. Like, it's the episode after. Like, they go back, because the Zygons know that they're among people. Who are the Zygons? The Zygons that can shapeshift into anybody. The red little holes and whatnot in the 50th anniversary. They're, uh... I don't remember. Really? She, uh... One of them, um... Shapeshifts into... The the girl with the asthma. Oh, come on. Really? Okay, so... Yeah, alright, just go on. I'll figure it out. Okay, so... Um, basically, before I get into my, I guess my second, my favorite moment of the current Doctor, um, the 50th anniversary, you know, my favorite part of that whole thing, yeah, those, my favorite part of the whole 50th anniversary was, you know, they're all in a room, all the three Doctors, and they're, whoa, huh, um, that, I guess that's from the other ones? But um, anyways, talking about uh, so they're in the room. I think my favorite part of that whole 50th anniversary was when they are. I guess my favorite serious moment was when they're all talking about, like you know, John Hurt as the Doctor is like saying, "Why do you, you know, you guys are always looking at me like all disgusted?" And you know, both Smith and Tennant are just like, you know, we know what you do, like, and you know, they're having that really moment of like you know this see it is the war doctor so they're talking and whatnot and he's like he tells them you know how many do you know how many children die on that day and whatnot and matt smith is like i try and not remember it or something like that and tenet's like you just don't forget something like that and he's like i'm a different man and he's like and i guess tenet Doctor is just like, what happened? He's like, spoilers. And Tennant's just like, for once in my life, he's like, don't give me that. For once in my life, I would like to know where I'm going. And it's just like, oh, talk about good writing. And the whole bow ties and converse and whatnot, um, I think Smith makes a joke. Or is it John Hurt that makes a joke about like, I'm here with bow ties and, and converse or whatever. And He's like, hey, bow ties are cool. Like, that's his whole thing with Smith's Doctor. Is like, bow ties are cool. As you guys have seen it. Um, but yeah, so in the episode on season 9, you know, all the Zygons basically figure out that they're, they want to like, there are some, I guess there are some who are okay with living among the people. And then there are some who are against it and whatnot. And so, there's this one moment where, at the end, there's two boxes. Basically, the doctor gave them two boxes. One box, a blue and a red box. And it's basically, uh, the doctor basically gave them two boxes. One of them, on the blue one, it's for humans to decide, like, do they want to expose all the Zygons and kill them? Or do they want to, like, yeah, this is from it, that picture right there. About to get into it. Um, He's talking... 
You're talking about something from season nine. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh. I don't want to know, remember? Right. But <laughs> it's just a monologue. It's just a monologue. Like, it's... it's no wonder it's, I'm like, huh? It's, no, it's okay. It's not all that bad. It's not like a spoiler spoiler. Well, it kind of is, but... Okay, well, here, do this, do this. You do that. Mm-hmm. And leave the room. Okay, that works. So okay. I'm going to wrap up, and I'm done. Okay. Adios. All right. Thank now you, you go on your Dr. Nine way. All right. I'll finish this off right. with and, my and I won't, favorite I won't listen of to Dr. Who. This. Oh, yeah. Right, exactly. Definitely. So, Alrighty. I'm going to say is when it comes to uh, season nine, Yeah. spoil to your heart's content. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Adios. So, my favorite Doctor Who moment. All right. We're going to get back to that. Okay. So, if you have seen season nine... Of it, the current, well, the last season that ended. Anyways, let's get to it. Okay, so Zygons, they're back. And basically, it's one of my favorite moments. And this is why the current Doctor is my favorite, is my second favorite Doctor. And it's because he tell he's like, you know, again, going back. And again, spoilers, he gave them two boxes, right? One box, the blue box, is for the humans. They could either destroy them all or just expose them, I guess. And then the Zygons have a red box that either kills them, kills all, he, no, not doesn't kill all humans, but brings down a bridge and something else. I can't remember, but the Doctor is like trying to convince both, both of them, like you know, don't do this. Like we can make another negotiations or whatever. Like we can talk this out. And the Zygon who is, um, tr- uh, you know, shapeshifted into. Claire is saying, you know, and to Zygon again. Zygon transformed into Claire, saying, you don't understand. And I'm going <laughs> to, if I can remember this monologue without using the internet, oh my god, I'm grace. Because I know this monologue. And this is how, so much how, like, this is how you know I love this, the uh, 12th Doctor. Like, this is how you know he's my, like, second favorite um, Doctor. Just because of this monologue so the zygon tells him you know you will never you don't understand you will never understand and he basically tells uh the zygon like me i don't want to start i don't understand of course i understand oh well okay let me start over sorry i kind of lost my train of thought okay so he tells the zygon i don't understand of course i understand i mean you call this little thing a war this is not a war. I fought in a bigger war than you will ever know. And when I close my eyes, I hear more screams than anyone can ever count. We'll be able to count. And do you know what you do with that pain? You hold it tight and you say this. No one else will have to live like this. No one else will have to feel this pain. Not on my watch. And it's just, it's that, it was at that moment I was just like, okay. He is my second favorite Doctor, just because of that one. Like, I know some people don't like the current Doctor, just because, you know, I guess it's not, he's not quirky enough, or not, you know, you know, he doesn't have that humor, I guess. I don't, I don't know why people don't like the current Doctor as much, but he is my second favorite Doctor. I mean, I love, but overall, I love all the Doctors. Um, so, Eccleston, Tenet... Smith and Peter. So, and again, 
Ten, David Tennant is my favorite Doctor. So, anyways, but yeah, seriously, Doctor Who, man, I'm just, I'm so glad I finally watched it, and it's just like, I will, I will always be a fan of the rebooted, um, the rebooted uh, series of Doctor Who because it's really like, it's such good storytelling and. Just when I complain, like, because I always complain about how, you know, when watching shows, I don't need 24 episodes of a show. But with Doctor Who, I feel like, man, I would so binge watch 24 episodes of Doctor Who. So, again, if you're listening to this, to my spoiler and my dad's spoiler in the beginning of this whole spoiler thing, if you're not watching this... Go watch it, just because, you know, again, great storytelling, you know, great development, and the humor is absolutely amazing. So, again, thank you for joining me on this episode of Spoiler Appetite. I'm Tristan.